What's up, guys? Mitch Pelkey back with another episode of Pelk Talk. Today I'm joined by famous TikToker and Ohio State basketball player Jimmy Sotos. What's up, Jim? What's going on? Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You got any nicknames? I feel like you'd be the type of guy to have a cool nickname. Uh, I mean, Jimmy's my nickname. Like, my real name is James, but... Oh, I is mean, it? That's, that's really it. My, my friends call me, like, the kid on some funny stuff, but not for real. Like The kid? Why is yeah. that? Just Jimmy the Kid. That's, a, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy the Kid. I love that. Well, let's, let's hop right into it. I mean, dog, you've been living on my For You page on TikTok. Um, yes, I've been seeing your stuff, researching you, 230,000 followers on the app. You know, how did you kind of get into all that? So back at Bucknell, I started at Bucknell uh, before I transferred to Ohio State. Um, it was all on my, my roommate's page, Jordan. We were just making TikToks on his page. And I went really blowing up. And I was like, let me try this on my page. Like, let me try this out. And then me and my friends, I was, I was talking about you, talking to you about it earlier. We put a lot of time into like the choreography and making sure like the setup was right and we were doing the dances right. And they were starting to get like, they were starting to gain some traction. A couple of videos went viral. And then recently, honestly, like I would just, I set the camera up, I'd do a little shoulder shimmy or whatever, smile for the <laughs> camera. And that's, it takes like five seconds to get a viral video now. So it's completely changed, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool to see where it's going. I love that. Your your uh your buddy Jordan ever bust on you and say like I started your career and all that? Yeah, we we talk about it every now and then. He's still doing his thing too with it. So, but no, it's no like it's no like uh, jealousy or not. We just having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. And do you kind of remember which which one that that first one was to take yeah. off? Yeah, the first the first one to take off was the. Uh, the come and hype me up, come come and hype me up. That one. Yeah, yeah. And then uh. That one was the first one to get like a couple hundred thousand. And then we linked me and my friends that made that video. We linked up like a week later. We were like, yo, we got to do another video. And we spent all day recording the the Down South Hood Baby one, that old trend. Yeah. And like it didn't really work out. We were like, hey, bro, let's just do this real quick. And we just put like a little edit on the camera. Like we're like shakes. And we made a video in like 10 seconds. And that video got like, like 500,000 or something. So we was like, all right, maybe this whole like dancing thing, we just got to do some random stuff that goes viral. And we started doing all that. I know the algorithm is, is, is crazy. Like there's no, there's no really science behind yeah, it. I can't, I can't figure it out. I know, but, so I just, but that I, first I, I one. Just, I just put out whatever. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. With that first one, was it kind of something like you, you made, you went to bed and then you woke up with like a hundred thousand new followers? Or what was that like? um it was gradual yeah it was like it was like a couple hundred followers each day and like now every day it's like a couple like a, like a thousand followers or something but yeah I remember I woke up the next morning and I texted my friends I was like yo I think I think we went viral like is this like is this a thing like that just happened I don't know <laughs> I wasn't sure but yeah I remember that's that. sick so like has it always been kind of dancing videos or like in the beginning you guys did like some script stuff or, or has it always been kind of just putting the moves on Honestly, it's, it was pretty much always been dancing. Like, even like in high school, me and my friends, all we did was dance. Like, in basketball, like, before games, pre-games, in the locker rooms, all we did was dance. Like, our favorite stuff to do was go on YouTube and watch, like, She Loves Michi videos and, like, Tussie yeah. videos. And That's all we so do was funny. dance. Like, every time we meet up, we just put on some music and get in this, and, like, just dance, do some dumb stuff. And then now we just film it and put it on TikTok. So it works out. 
That's sick. So you've been on the app for only about like eight months now, but you said you were doing it with your buddy. You know, yeah. how crazy it's all been. It's kind of been flying at you so fast. Did you ever kind of expect something like this? Nah, honestly, bro. Well, like, so I, my friend, we made a joke. I was like, hey, I'm going to quit basketball. I'm going to L.A. for TikTok. Like, I'm done playing <laughs> ball. I'm going to blow up on TikTok and I'm going to L.A. And this is before even any of this happened. And then, like, it's actually, like, I got a bunch of followers now. My friend's like, bro, you actually going to do it? I'm like, come on now. Like, I still, I'm still a yeah. Uber one. Like, but no, I, did, I mean, so, like, I kind of, like, joked about it happening, but I never really thought it was going to actually happen like this. Yeah, that's sick. And, and, and you kind of hit on it earlier, but, you know, do you really put a lot of time into each videos or kind of just, like, now nah, it's just, like, prop it up and, and hit a little dance? Yeah, break? some of them. So, some of them when I do dances with, like, my teammates and stuff, like, we'll, like, take the time to learn to dance. And, like, you know how that goes sometimes. It takes, like, 30 takes. You, like, dance, mess up, go do it again. But yeah. then sometimes when it's, like, just myself and, I don't, and, like, I'm not trying to, like, put a whole show on, like, I'll just set up the camera real quick and do one in, like, five, ten seconds. Post it and then let it go. That's it? Yeah. You don't put too much thought in it, right? You think, like, yeah. kind of too much is, is, is worse? It kind of hurts you sometimes? You mean like putting like too much effort or too much content? Too much effort. No, too much. Too much effort and thought. Uh, some like some. I feel like if like if I put out every video, of me was like going like super hard learning this dance, then like they're gonna expect that every time. And like yeah. I still want to make a clear distinction that like I'm a basketball player first, and like TikTok is like more of like a fun hobby. I do it on the side. Like I'm yeah. not gonna take it too serious. But, like I'm still gonna like you know, put out some stuff for like my fans and it's like still trying to grow the brand and stuff. There you go. So like you said, you transferred from Bucknell to Ohio state and yeah. you kind of had the TikTok popping in between, you know, what did the guys think when you came over here? Yeah. Ohio state? It's funny. I put up a video on my Instagram story when I was starting to get like a couple thousand followers on TikTok and CJ Walker hit me up in my DMS and he was like, yeah, you're going to fit in real well with this team. <laughs> so then like the guys were hitting me up That's and they were sick. laughing about my my videos and stuff so now we 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 kind of clicked right away me and the team because everybody on the team makes videos too so it works out great i'm super close to all the guys already yeah i realized that after watching your stuff and then kind of seeing the other guys stuff it's like you guys are so big into the dancing and that might just be the basketball culture but yeah. so like when you got there it wasn't it wasn't so much like make fun of you it was like yo let's oh uh, yeah it was like kind of yeah we got a new dancer on the team like so like when it, like when we're not making TikToks, like even in the locker room, like there's music going, like we're dancing anyway. Like it's just it, like you yeah. said, it's like a basketball culture or something. I love that. And then like on the court when you guys are practicing, do you guys ever kind of get into it and dancing or not? Oh uh, yeah, we have strictly locker room stuff. So. Yeah, so like on the court, we always have during our workouts. There's always music playing in the gym. So like in That's between awesome. reps, like you'll look at your buddy you'll, real quick. <laughs> So like it's, it's always music. We're always doing something. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and is that background? Is that just something like, like we said, the basketball culture? Or is that like something you actually like liked as a kid to like dance and everything? So I think I honestly think I think it's a basketball culture. Like I always, it was a joke that like my godfather would always say. He's like, if you want to be good at basketball, you got to have rhythm. It's like there's yeah. like a rhythm to playing on the court. So like you got it on the court, you got it off the court. It's just natural dancing. And me and all my buddies growing up. Like, I'm from Chicago. The the biggest thing when we were growing up was, like, bopping. I don't know if you know what that is. It's, like, a Chicago-style no, band. It's, like, it's just kind of, like, you get, like, loose with your knees and, like, it's just, like, all shoulders and stuff. 
Okay. You're like, I can't even do it anymore. My knees don't get that low. But like me and my <laughs> boys, we were always like bop. And then we just grew up dancing like that. And now it's just turned into this whole like hitting it like that, whoa and it's yeah. stuff. That's cool. That's cool. So obviously, like like you said, the most viewed videos on your on your channel, I guess we could say, it's kind of the ones with your shirt off, you know. Do you like doing videos like that, or is it kind of just like you know what you're doing? You're trying to build your brand. Yeah, no, nah, it's 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 goofy. My coach makes a joke about me all the time. He's like, like Jimmy, what are you doing? Your shirt's not off. And I'm like, all right, coach, whatever. Like, I always crack jokes about that, but like, I I know like whenever like my shirt is off in the video, it usually does better numbers, which is kind of annoying because yeah. like I gotta take my shirt off to make a video again. Like what? But I mean, yeah. it is what it is. I know. Yeah, you know what you're doing, like you said, right. and like, how do you deal with like the haters and everything? Because obviously the comments yeah. uh, are yeah, always like my, good. Like a lot of my friends, what we talk about all the time is my, the comment section of my videos. It's always like a bunch of girls saying some crazy bold stuff, but a lot of times, yeah. like, it's a lot of people being like, "All right, you tweaking? Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're lame or whatever." And honestly, like, I was I was telling my brother the other day, like, I just stopped reading my comments after a while. Like, I'll comment. I'll probably respond to the first couple of people just because I just like to do that. And then I honestly don't read my comments after that. I don't really be scrolling no more. There was a point where like I was skipping past all the love and like I would notice like the one comment and somebody say something yeah. and it would like rile me up and I would want to respond. And it's like, I know if I respond, that's them. That's me giving them what they want. So like, exactly. I just stopped. I just stopped reading it all because that shit was, yeah. it was starting to piss me off. How'd you kind of deal with that in the beginning though? Like obviously getting yeah. this first couple, how'd you kind of react? Well, I, everything I did, I told my brothers. And so like, they they just laugh it off. They know it, but like me, cause like it's about me. I'll be like, I want to respond. But yeah. I just, they help me like, bro, just let it rock. Like they're, they're not doing nothing. They're just trying to get a reaction out of you. So I got a good support team with them. So they helped me out with all that. There you go. And, and like you said earlier, your TikTok brand, you're trying to build that. So yeah. for advice for me or anyone else out there that's trying to build their TikTok brand, you know, what, what would you say? Be yourself. That's, Damn. that's the main thing. Like it's, it's probably corny and like everybody says it, but like, that's all I've been doing. Like I try to not like do trends that are like far out there that like, aren't me. Like I would just do what I do, like add my own little twist to it or whatever and just be yourself. And like, there's going to be people that's going to say it's like, it's cringy, it's lame or whatever. But like, if, if you're cool with it, like if you don't mind doing it, if you have fun doing it, like it's, as long as you got like a good group of friends that like people that you love care about you and they're not like, you know, sending you off in the wrong direction. Like you do what you want. Man. Yeah. Just be yourself on there. No, that's funny. You say that I had a, uh, a podcast about two months ago with this guy, Nikki Cass. And yeah. uh, he's on TikTok and he does like these Italian impersonations. And yeah. I asked him the same question and he said, your answer, you know, be yourself. That's, yeah. if you're fine with posting that stuff, then, then there's going to be people out there that like it too. Yeah. Like it sounds, it sounds corny, but like, it's honestly the truth. Like that's all I've been doing. I just be myself on there and like, you don't got to apologize for being a certain way. Like just do what you want. Yeah. And no, I love that. So building that TikTok brand and with this new rule, you know, coming out in January, are you kind of taking that path right now to to have it have TikTok as like a fun thing, or are you trying to go down like the more of that influencer path? I mean, I, I've never aspired to be an influencer, but honestly, the the way that TikTok and my my brand is going, I guess, is you know, obviously like going on that that route. 
And I mean, I've definitely thought about it, especially with the name, image, and likeness we're going through next year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and work with our compliance office, see if I can capitalize on that in any capacity. Like I told, I told you earlier, we, I had some people reaching out to me now, like asking me how much I charge for promos and like, if I'll help them endorse a product. And obviously I can't do any of that right now. And I don't even know what I would charge in, in yeah. that scenario. So right now I'm just building my brand to what it can be. And then hopefully when the time comes, I can make some money on the side or whatever. How crazy is that for you that just like by dancing, having a good time, you can like actually start to make money on this here soon. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the people that be like hitting me up sometimes, I'll be like, wow, just cause I get on an app and dance and look pretty or whatever. Like, this is crazy. Like, it's crazy. I know. And and what about kind of going down that path of still being an influencer and getting into the YouTube space? Would you, would mm-hmm. you be into that? Yeah. I've thought about starting a YouTube channel. Um, me and my brother work real closely with all this stuff and he's like a really good editor and stuff for videos. So we've thought about going down that route and getting into that. But the main thing that I just want to make sure is like, I don't want people to think like, like this is my thing. Like I'm always going to be a basketball player until I can't play ball no more. So I want to make sure that like, there's no clear that people think this is a distraction for me or like I'm getting off track. Like I want to make sure that I'm not jumping into this thing too much where like it looks like I'm getting sidetracked from my goals yeah when I was watching your stuff like two things came to mind I feel like you could be a good rapper or a good model you ever thought about those two I'm very glad you said that because outside of dancing all me and my friends do even my friends here on the team when we're not dancing we throw on an instrumental and we just really freestyle oh my god i love that i'm so glad that i give off that impression because yes when lil yachty commented on one of my videos the first thing that came to my mind was bro get me in the studio like (laughs) let me get in the studio sesh like that's all i ever wanted to just get in the studio with someone have you done that have you done that yet in your life or no? No, I've never been in a studio. Like I've rapped over like some SoundCloud beats and stuff and I've recorded some stuff, but like I've never sent it or posted it anywhere. Like I write on like my free time just for fun and stuff. Cause like, I just like doing that, but I've never actually taken that a step further, but I love rapping. Yes. That's so who's your, who's top three of all time. All time. Bars. Yeah. Damn, all time. I got to put Pac in there. Lil Wayne, I don't want I don't want to say it, but not the new Kanye, but the old Kanye. Kanye Those would probably okay. be my top three of all time. Okay, I like that. Sweet. Yeah. Well, let's hop into some basketball talk now. You and, and your whole family kind of have a long history with this sport. Pops mm-hmm. played professionally. Brothers played in college. You know, where where did the, your pops didn't play in the NBA? Right, he played overseas. Yeah, he played in Greece. Okay, and where did your brothers play? Uh, they all play D3 ball, so locally kind of around the uh, Chicagoland area, Midwest. Okay, so when you kind of got that offer to play at, at Bucknell, you know, how, how cool was that for you? It was it was awesome. I remember my first scholarship offer, like, I was late I was late to getting recruited because I grew real late. Um, I had zero offers going into my last AAU season. And I remember the coach, when I got, I got a phone call to get my first offer and they offered me a scholarship and I walked down the living room and I told my family, like I just got offered and they were like, by who? And I, I actually had no clue who offered me. Like I was so excited that I got a scholarship. I didn't even process like what, who the coach was, what team it was. So I had to like wait for them to call me back to figure it out. Cause I didn't want to text like, Hey, who is this again? 
but yeah. I remember like I was so I was so excited like and then they started awesome. coming in after that but yeah I was so excited so we're making that decision for Bucknell you know what were kind of the other schools I had it down to Bucknell and Princeton that was my final two okay and I was back and forth for a while there was a minute where I was pretty sure I was going to go to Princeton and I had to sit down talk it out with my coaches and my fam and then I decided Bucknell was probably the best route for me. What, what, what was that big deciding factor on taking Bucknell over Princeton? Um, Princeton's the Ivy League, so they can't offer full athletic scholarships. Oh, yeah. So Bucknell offered me a full ride. So I, that was one of the big reasons. And I also knew at Bucknell I would play as a freshman. And okay. we were going to be really good. We went to the tournament my freshman year. Uh, so that was a big deal coming from a mid-major school. And, I mean, obviously, where it got me now, like, it set me up. So I played – big games as a freshman, as a sophomore, as a junior, I was playing. I mean, I was one of the better guys on the team. And then it set me up for the position to be in today. So I'm thankful for everything that happened at Bucknell to get me here. Yeah. So like you said, freshman, sophomore, junior year, you kill it. And then COVID happens. You know, how did you guys kind of take that you and the Bucknell team? So it was interesting. So we, we had lost before the season got canceled. We had lost in the semifinals because our tournament was earlier. And yeah. me and my boys, we were like, all right, bro, we got to decompress. Like, it was a long year. It was a disappointing year, honestly, by our standards. So we were in Florida just hanging out on spring break, and we find out school's canceled, all the tournaments are canceled, everything's canceled because of COVID. So I go home, and I'm talking to my family. I'm like, well, like now what? Like, am I going back to yeah. now? Like, am I – I don't know what to do. So it took a lot of talks, a lot of hard thinking, and I decided to, I think it'd be best for me to make a move and ended up here. So why did you kind of make that move from, from junior year to senior year for that, from Bucknell to Ohio State? Yeah, well, it wasn't necessarily Bucknell tour. It was just, I knew I wanted to go somewhere probably bigger. So yeah, with, with the uncertainty surrounding COVID, like I wasn't sure if, like, even right now, there might not even be a season in the mid, in a couple of mid-major leagues. So, uh, looking back, I think I made the right decision on that. But also, like, I knew I had one year left eligibility, and I wanted to make the most of it. I knew I, I played some of my best games against high-major teams. When I was a sophomore, I played Ohio State, and I had a really good game. We lost by, like, two or something. Okay. And I played, like, I played some of my best games in high-major teams, and I was like, I know I can play at this level. Like, I want to play on the biggest stage. So, I – took a chance and it's working out so far. Yeah, so I mean, Bucknell being ranked 239th and then Ohio State being ranked 16th, you know, that's a huge jump, like you said. Um, Pressure-wise though, has that kind of got to you at all or is the pressure doesn't really get to you? Nah, I mean, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, like I don't feel pressure, but like, I mean, everybody feels pressure in some sense, yeah. but I kind of, I try to embrace it as much as possible. Like I got here and I knew it was gonna be like everybody tries to scare you a little bit, like, oh, it's the Big Ten, like you gotta be stronger, like it's gonna be an adjustment, all this. So like I was kind of motivated by that fear of like not being good enough. So like over quarantine during the summer, like everything, I was working my ass off to make sure I could keep up. And when I got here, I was like, Oh, I could compete, like I could do more than just keep up, like I could impact this team, like you know what I mean? So Yeah. I and mean, I'm thankful for like if I hadn't come here, I wouldn't have seen what I'm capable of. Like I've gotten I've made strides in my game, my skill set, just by being here in the short time that I have been, that I probably haven't, that I probably wouldn't have made if I would have stayed where I was. Just because you get yeah. comfortable where you're at. Like, I know I was going to be the guy this year and I wasn't going to be pushed the way I'm pushed. Like, I'm here every day. I got to play my best. I got to perform. And it 
like iron sharpens iron. So like everybody's getting better here. And it's been I crazy. love that mindset. Yeah. Have you kind of always had that chip on your shoulder where yeah. you like you said you're late, you're a late recruit, you know, guys yeah. really take you seriously. You've kind of always had that mentality. Yeah, I've always had to kind of prove myself just because, you know, I've always been like the the short white kid on every court that like kind of gets disrespected. Like I'm always the point guard. Like I'm not just a designated shooter either. Like I got to bring the ball yeah. up. I'm trying to run the team. And I've always had to kind of prove myself in that regard, earn my respect on the court and everything. So it's kind of, I've always carried that with me. So this is kind of nothing new. Like I just knew I had to come in here and, you know, work hard, make sure that I get the respect that I deserve. There you go. So, so coming here, making that transfer and getting here in the summer, you know, what was the biggest difference from each team? Was it the culture? Was it the guys? What was it? The difference between Ohio State and Bucknell? Yeah. Um, I noticed it right away. It's, it's how hard we work. Like, I was telling my parents about it after a couple of weeks. Like, I see why high major teams are so good every year. Like, why certain teams, like, always experience success. Because, like, especially here, like, Ohio State within the Big Ten always experience success, success too. Like, we work so hard. Like, the stuff we do is so difficult. And, like, every day, like, you're basically going to, like, work till failure, like, till exhaustion. And it makes you feel like like you deserve to win. Like, you, yeah. what you go through, like, nobody else is really going through that. So, like, the stuff you do, like, it's going to pay off. Like, you just know it is because, like, the work you put in, it's really going to show. I think that's just the Ohio State culture. I know for us yeah. on the team, like, I mean, just, we just work and you're grinding and it's a brotherhood. And yeah, that's what, I, that's what everyone I've everyone heard about all the back. programs here. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's crazy, but I'm, I'm kind of glad you realize that because I think like some people that come in here their, their first year, they're like, it's such a culture shock. But I think that you've been a being a buck now and then coming here, like you having that chip on your shoulder all kind of helps. I think about it sometimes. I'm like, I don't mean it in uh, like literally in, in a literal sense, but sometimes I'm like, man, I could have picked any school in a country and I chose to come to this school where they're going to work my ass off and like I'd be yeah. killing myself every day. But no, it's it's good for me. Like I know I need it. It's it's probably the best thing for me. Yeah, and and putting your name in that portal, you know, what are the schools kind of reached out to you? Um, so they all kind of reached. It all went through my uh, AAU coach. So uh, Gonzaga, uh, a couple other big Big Ten schools, Minnesota. Um, but the only one I really entertained was Ohio State, honestly, because when they reached out. It was there was mutual interest right away because I knew that they knew the player I was because I played them. And I played well yeah. against them. Um, and it was close to home. And I, I, looking at the roster, I knew there was a spot for me to play, like, the next, like, after, uh, after this next year. So, I mean, it, it was kind of like a perfect fit as soon as they reached out. And so far, it has been. There you go. So, yeah, like you said there, I've kind of I've read about, like, your eligibility with playing this year. Can you kind of explain all that? Hopefully, if I get eligible eligibility to play this year, I can play – this year and next year so that's the goal so we'll okay. see where that goes oh so there's like so why was there why was the reason that you couldn't transfer and play right away just ncaa rules like you have to sit out that's just how it works you have to sit oh, out okay yeah i thought I if you if you transferred out of conference you could play right away nah maybe it's maybe it's like no. that on the cross or but nah. yeah yeah okay well sweet i got i got two questions left for you uh, so you're at a dinner, right? There's five seats. You're in one. You can pick the other four. Who are they? Like dead or alive? 
Yeah. And I can't include like my boys. <laughs> hey, I mean, you can, but I mean, you can pick anyone in the world. I don't pick anybody in the world. All right. I got to have She Loves Michi there because that we okay. just don't dance. I like Steve that. Nash. I need to learn yep. some more about basketball. Steve Nash and LeBron because LeBron's like my idol. There go. So she loves, this, this is an interesting table because I don't know if everybody's going to yeah. get on. Um, <laughs> I got to get uh, Chance the Rapper in there. Okay, he's I like a smart that. dude. He's also rapper, all that stuff. You um, you kind of like that independent round he's on? Are you are you kind of like yeah, more love that stuff's inspiring, bro? He really he really got it on his own, like. Yeah, he, I like, love that. Kind of steer him in a certain direction. He's he's a smarter dude, man. And then last person I get the table, Naomi Scott, cause she gonna go as my date. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. And last question for you, you know, what's what's next for you? Let's look down. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. Um, hopefully still playing basketball professionally, um, whether that's hopefully in America uh, or overseas. But hopefully I'm for sure still playing basketball. And hopefully this this social media stuff has gotten to a point where I can make some real money off of it and kind of, you know. Yes, sir. Do some cool stuff that's the it. goal for hopefully. all of us. That's the goal, man. Hopefully I can look out for my boys, look out for people I love and stuff, you know. That would be nice. There you go. Well, Jimmy, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. You know, where can the fans all follow you? Sure. Oh, TikTok. What's that? Jimmy Soto's four or something? I don't even know. <laughs> man, let me look. God, he getting too famous already. Man. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok, Jimmy Soto's four. And then Instagram is like Jay Soto's one. I should probably keep it universal at this point. Like, yeah, I yeah, I was going to say. I should work on that. But, yeah, just look up Jimmy Soto. You'll find it. You'll find it, boy. You'll find it for sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, big dog. Have a good day. Oh, my God. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me, man.